Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Thrilled to be here with you. We've got a great episode planned. A little side note for y'all. I thought this was funny. I was on the Peloton today, which I am doing my best to stay consistent with. A lot of times I do just the strength workouts, but today did a ride and is with Kendall. I do love her energy. She's got great energy. And it was a pop punk ride. Oh my gosh. It brought back so many memories for me from my teenage days, particularly the band The Academy Is. If you're listening and you actually know who The Academy is, I'm shocked. Um, But she played a song from them. And oh, my gosh, that was one of my favorite bands in high school. I believe it or not, I was total emo girl for a period. I dyed my already black hair even more black. I had the dark black eyeliner. I wore mostly black. I covered my 
car, which I cannot believe this. It was like an old car and it was um, a hand-me-down, but still was allowed to cover my car in band stickers. Can you believe? Also played the guitar. I had an electric guitar, had an acoustic, and I remember learning Blink-182 songs. I was a huge My Chemical Romance fan, Blink-182, this little band called The Matches, um, Taking Back Sunday. It was a whole phase. Any of you listening, can you relate? Were, were you in the teenage angst with me? Um, I just, it's it's so funny to think about the different seasons that we go through. And I know that that time in high school for me, as I was going through all that, I know I was working out some of my own emotional things. And obviously, already, even in high school, had my own relationship concerns. Um, I was definitely in not great relationships. Surprise, surprise. Um, And that was just a really wild time. But anyways, I am kind of loving the blasts from the past emo music. And I definitely listen to the Academy Is today. Some Taking Back Sunday. And also, hello, new album from Avril Lavigne. Anybody else into that? I mean, Skater Boy, when I was in middle school, we loved that song. So anyways, just a random little starter here to our episode about my love for punk music. And any of you who went through the emo phase, I see you. I understand. Occasionally, we can still blast those Taking Back Sunday songs and, you know, get our little angst out. DM me on Instagram if you relate to any of this. And to those of you who never went through this phase, I apologize in advance. Uh, But let me know if you related to any of what I just shared. Okay, let's get into our episode for today. Speaking of teenage angst, I am going to talk about body image and how our body image impacts our relationship functioning. I did a post on Instagram on March 20th, and I was talking about body image. And this is one of those things where I know it relates to relationships. And obviously, I have my own experiences. I have my clinical knowledge. I have research knowledge. And I have the knowledge of the hundreds of clients that I've worked with around this topic. And not to mention you all in the community, when I posted this post, it got so much engagement and I was blown away by the amount of people that really resonated what I had shared. Here's here's one of the things I said. I said, believing I needed to reach my perfect body in order to have the relationship I wanted damaged my mental health put unnecessary strain on my body, robbed me of my precious time, and attracted the wrong kind of men into my life. And then I go on to talk about how I used to run on the treadmill for hours and eat only chicken and broccoli and spend hours in front of the mirror picking my body apart. True story. So 
What can, and and hey, if you are here right now, if you are in a place where you are highly, highly critical of your body, maybe you are experiencing disorganized eating patterns, unhealthy eating, um, maybe you're struggling with an eating disorder, maybe you have body dysmorphia. I just want to say you are not alone. There are so many of us, and it's not just women, it's men also, who go through so much pain and mental health concerns around our bodies and the way that we feel about our bodies and how how we see ourselves and our comparison and even an obsession with trying to look a certain way, right? And I will say this, I think in my early 20s, I decided and and here's it's so interesting i think about all of the all of the messages that i got growing up and i think a lot of you probably got these as well as even um unintentionally from people but just the message that the way that you look is the most important thing or the message that hey if you want a great relationship if you want to get married if you want a boyfriend you have to look hot. Crazy, right? I had all this messaging. And in my early 20s, I had already gone through so much relationship pain that I was so desperate to do whatever I had to do to not go through that pain. And I decided, okay, if I want a great relationship, I must have to be a size six and weigh less than 140 pounds. That must be how I have a great relationship. And my sophomore year of uh, undergraduate at the University of Montana, go Grizzly, shout out Missoula. Um, But my sophomore year, I went to the gym every day. I worked out for hours. I ate the same foods every single day. It was very structured. Um, I could walk you through it. It was like oatmeal in the morning and chicken and broccoli for lunch. And then it was either chicken and broccoli again for dinner or a white fish. Ew, I cannot eat cod or anything like that now. Um, But some kind of fish and a vegetable for dinner. And that's what I did every day. It was very low. It was probably 1200 calories. And guess what? I lost about 70, 60 to 70 pounds in one year. And here's the issue. I got to, I think my lowest was like 125, 130 pounds, which by the way, is actually not healthy for my body. Um, But I got there and I still did not like how I looked. I still had low self-worth. I still devalued myself. And I still got into unhealthy relationships. So I had that belief that, oh, if I just look great, then I will attract a great relationship. It's total bullshit. Yet, why do so many of us believe that? And so many of us think, okay, if I just get my hair done and have the right outfits and get my nails done and get my eyelashes. And maybe I need to get um, Botox. You know, there's like a million things. And, and by the way, 
I am so for those things. If you're doing it out of self-love and it's something that you're doing for yourself because you want to, not because you feel like you have to do it in order to be worthy. Huge distinction. By all means, do do whatever you want. I mean, I, I support it. But we have to look at what is the why? What is the motive? Right? So one of the most important things that I did in my in my own healing journey and even in my relationship journey and how it relates to relationships is fully accepting my body and learning to love my body. I say acceptance first because sometimes that's where we have to start. If we have so much negativity towards our bodies, we have all these terrible messages that have been ingrained, get to the place where you're accepting yourself. And then we work towards loving. I have a friend who some of you may know, Dr. Morgan Francis. She has a great page on body image. It's on Instagram. Um, She did not tell me to shout her out, but she's one of the first people I think of. And I just want to verify her IG. It is Dr. So Dr. Morgan Francis. Go check her out. She has a ton of great resources. Um, but one some of the big shifts that I had to make was learning how to take care of my body from a place of how do I want to feel? Remember, thinking about what's the why. So it's not, I'm going to take care of my body so I can have a great relationship. Because by the way, that totally messes you up once you get a great relationship. Because then you think, oh my gosh, I took care of my body and now I have this great relationship. And the reason that I was being so strict with myself was so that I could get the boyfriend and now I have the boyfriend. So then what do I do to take care of my body? Like it's a totally faulty way to approach taking care of our bodies, right? We cannot justify it as a means to obtaining a relationship. So unhealthy, so toxic for us. So like I said, the biggest shifts for me came from asking myself, hey, how do I want to feel? And guess what? I want to feel energetic. I want to feel strong. I want to feel good, right? I want to be able to um, have energy throughout the day that's stable, that's consistent. And really thinking about how do I eat and work out and fuel my body in ways to support how I want to feel. That was a huge shift for me. I think also asking yourself, like being very, very honest, what are the lies? Like what what are the lies I'm believing? I, I had to do this, right? Like I think specifically I had a lot of beliefs about like having really thick thighs and what that meant, which maybe it's like quote unquote in right now, but I think we can't rely on that. It's like society's ide- like beauty ideals are always going to change and we have to completely disconnect from it. But even regardless of what society said was in, like, oh, thick is in, I still had so much shame around believing that skinny 
was the ideal, that I needed to be thin, right? That my legs were gross. So being aware of what your specific beliefs are and then realizing where did they come from? And I can trace mine back to grade school, to middle school, to high school, right? I have all these memories. And it's so powerful when we start to realize, oh my gosh, there were these little tiny moments where someone said something or I overheard something, right? And then I internalized it as truth. And we have to get to a place where we say, I am no longer going to let other people's opinions about my body determine my worth. So one way we can do this is just sit down and do a free write and ask ourselves, like, what lies am I believing about my body? And then once you've identified that, I want you to give yourself so much compassion. And we want to start rewiring really positive, empowering beliefs about our bodies. And one of the things I found really helpful is focusing on how my body supports me and on things that I enjoy. Maybe I say, well, hey, I'd really love that I'm so strong um, that I can deadlift 200 pounds. You know, I'm just giving you an example, but you want to start finding the things that you really appreciate about your body and reminding yourself of those things frequently. And then here's what I want to say too, because I know this, like, like I said, this post got a lot of love and I know there's so many of you who relate to this. We are going to have good days and bad days. We just are. Like I said in this post, learning to love our bodies is a lifelong commitment. It's a daily commitment. And another question I actually got was about, um, well, what happens if we're relying on our partner to make us feel good about our bodies? And I want to say that while reassurance from a partner can be appreciated, it cannot replace your own healing. You all know this to be true, that no matter what someone says to us, if we don't believe it, we are not going to accept it. So even if it's you, maybe you have to speak to your partner and you're trying to get them to really love themselves and accept themselves They have to do that work. We cannot take in what we do not believe to be true. So I think I want to end this episode with saying this. It's up to all of us as individuals, men, women. We have to make the commitment to learn to better support, to take care of, and to love our bodies a little bit more each day. And there's going to be days where we do that very well and days where we struggle. And the most important thing is to have so much compassion and curiosity about what works and what doesn't work. All right, y'all, I am sending you so much love no matter where you are on your body acceptance and body healing and self-love journey. There's so many different places you can be. Maybe you're just starting. Maybe you've been really working on it for a long time. Wherever you are, I'm sending you so much love and support. 
And I do want you to know that it's really important and that it is part of your healing journey in relationships, that how you see your worth and your body and how you relate to yourself and how you take care of yourself, that the more you're able to do healing in that area, it's going to also support you in your relationships. All right. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't done so already, make sure you check out the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. I'm sorry, men. It is just for women, but it's a place where we have amazing conversations and come together and support one another. You can go to the link in my Instagram bio and click to join there um, or just search in Facebook, Successful Women Great Relationships. It should come up. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you liked this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram. And as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.